How you feeling? What you thinking today? <sighs> Ready for whatever, man. Man, uh, I honestly don't know, man. I, I, I saw that um, it looked like kind of like Trump was uh, putting out some fillers. Like he said something like it's been a good run or something like that. Oh, I don't really? know if it was clickbait or something. Yeah, but it was like, uh, I think it was the Hill that reported. Trump had said like, oh, it's been a good run. Look at what we've done and blah, 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 blah. He didn't flat out say it, but I don't know. I would like to see, uh, you know, you know. <laughs> I would like to see, yeah, like what they know. The, the internal reporting for them must be something different if he's putting stuff out like that. So this is my big question. What do you think is the direction of the Republican Party in the future? Do they go more towards look, we're going to copy what Trump did, but we're not going to be as brash and as wild about it, but we're still going to do the things that he does? Or do they take a whole nother direction and say, hey, we're going to go the more traditional Republican route of, hey, endless wars and all that shit? <laughs> wow, that was <laughs> It's not two oh. good choices, but that's the, I imagine the two routes. Well, here's the reality of it, though. I don't know if, they Trump, I'm not gonna say he's an anomaly, but he kinda is in that like, you know, he wasn't a traditional Republican. He was just able to go after all the people that the Republicans dog whistled for the last, you know, however long, you know, duration of this country. He was just able to say, Hey, these are people that are your base. There's a lot of poor white trash, racist people in the country. Let's just say a lot of stuff that makes them feel good. And whereas previous Republicans have done that a little bit more tactfully, Trump said, no, nah, no, nah, nah, screw that, screw that, I'll just say it. You know, and, and basically, you know, he's done everything short of saying nigger and stick, but, you know. And, and, that, and that's modern day racism, you know. You, you can't actually use bad words because then that means you're racist. But as long as you say everything but a bad word, you always have a plausible deniability, so... I don't know what the future Republicans do, man. I, I'm, I'm more concerned on what the future Democrats do, you know, leading in with Biden. Like, if this shit, I'm like, is this shit really going to work? Like, is he really that much better than Hillary? But I don't know, man. I mean, you know, a lot of stuff's on there. Well, yo, so if, if he does win, I feel like they're going to go like, yo, this was it. Like, you see, this is what we need. Centrists, we need moderates. We can't go more progressive. If we went a little bit more progressive, we might have lost. I feel like they're going to learn all the wrong lessons from a Joe Biden victory if he does win. If he loses, I feel like they will still find excuses and still be like, nah, we had to go more moderate. I mean, what was Hillary? I mean, name one of Hillary's policies. Was uh, not Hillary the idea of moderate? Yeah, what was she running off of other than being a woman? <laughs> uh, not a $15 minimum one, one Hillary policy. Okay, okay, sure. What was Bernie running off of? No, that's what I'm saying. Like. Not that. that. I don't think <laughs> yeah. she was doing that. Not even that. I honestly <laughs> don't know what her, her policies were. It was more incrementalism. But Joe well, Biden is, like, more likable. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say to that effect, what, what is Joe Biden's policy? I mean, what are we voting for with Biden? Not Trump? Uh, I mean, that, that's a good start, but I, I don't know any of his policies. I'm voting Biden for that. Man. The reduction in uh, student loan debt, bro. Definitely, if he cuts that shit down by 10000 he said, I think that's a solid one that I'm going for. Uh, decriminalization, it's not that far for me, but, like, I'll go for that. I'll take that. And then other than so he's that... he's committed it? He's committed to these things or... Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You got to put a little yeah, asterisk. Put an asterisk okay, next okay, to it. Might do okay, it. Okay, might okay, do okay. it. Might not. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, no, nah, I mean, it's, it's a scary time, man. It's in time. I saw a dude riding... You know, I, you know, I live in Brooklyn, like right over. I saw a dude riding right below a uh, Prospect 
park on a park side with the Trump flag in his window. So, and then, you know, this weekend, uh, you saw that like a bunch of Trump supporters were like closed up the bridge or something and they were blocking traffic all around New York. So I'm a little bit afraid if Biden wins, are they going to like invade New York? Like, what, what does that mean? Like, what's going to happen? Is NYPD in on it? I mean, I don't uh, know. Uh, hey, I mean, I, I had this one person I knew who like, said that new york was possibly going to go red this year because he talked to people that were disenfranchised and all this shit i'm looking at the map new york is staying the fuck blue but there will be more people obviously that are just tight and they're trump supporters yo i've had people tell me that upstate they see confederate flags and it's like bro you live in the north like what are you doing why are you flying that so what what is it about living in a place where i guess you are the minority of, of belief like what, what the fuck is up with that can't speak from experience, but I would just imagine that, I mean, dude, it's, it's all white supremacy. And the, the sad thing about it is, it's, it's a lot of things. And, and keep in mind, you say that the, New York is the North. That's very true. But you remember that movie Gang of New York with Gangs of Leo. New York with, uh, yeah, you know, that whole movie was about um, New York sympathizing because all that cotton that they had in the South traditionally used to come, I don't know the Hold up, you froze. In New York, the Civil War movie, it's a miniscule plot, and it's a very, very, in the, I'm off, can you hear me now? Yeah, 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 you, you froze up right before you explained all about that movie. Am I back? All right. No, yeah, it's, it's a very small subplot of that movie, but basically, there New York has had a long tradition of a connection with the South in more ways than one, so I can only imagine that you know, there was descendants of, you know, slaveholders and whatnot. But it's it's deeper than that, though. I mean, it's, it's racism, but it's also a lack of understanding. You know what I mean? Like, when you live in the middle of nowhere, you don't have anybody who's smart enough to tell you, hey, that's just dumb. No, not all black people do that. Because where they live, the only black person they see is the one person who either they go to school with or who's probably a bad example because luck may have it you know the one stereotype dude goes up there and then fulfills everything that they thought about black person and then they can always refer to that person but they don't have experience and that's what's really ignorant dude it, 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 it's almost one of those things where like you're too dumb to really understand what your problem is so i can't hate you mm -hmm. it's just you're just very ignorant and and that's what i think it is with new york and upstate and just the rural america in general dude. it's the same thing with you know any rural county in america for sure yeah it's almost like two different worlds and it's like how do you govern and how do you make sure because it's like almost new york is a city state i feel like any policy that you really come up with has to deal with what new york city deals with because there's just so many people here as opposed to like the rest of like long island has a shit ton of people on it it's i think like six million or something like that and but most of them work in the city so the policies always affect the urban community so it's like how do you govern between and then in a broader sense, the United States, where it's like, so for listeners that don't know, you grew up in where? Kansas City or Cincinnati? I grew, no, Perry grew up in Cincinnati. I grew up in I, Kansas City, Missouri, yeah. Okay, yeah. So you've seen the urban, rural dynamic of, of middle America and then the, the coastals. Like, how do you- Kansas City is not rural, for the record. <laughs> oh, no, it's not? I've never been out there, man. Nah, dude. Kansas City is the definition of middle America. It's literally what you- Google Fiber is out there, right? It's literally what you would have if you had like the median of the perfect sample size city where it's not too big, it's not too small. 
that's what Kansas City is. We have major league teams, like it's literally middle America. Mm. And that being said, it's middle America in the sense of you have a strong blue urban area and then everything outside of that is red. Mm-hmm. And being that I moved seamlessly between those, between when I went to school and just living out there, it, it's an ignorant thing, man. It, it's, it, I mean, yeah, it's definitely always a racism component, but above all, it's just an ignorant thing. The further away you live from a city, the less exposure you have to how the world works, the less likely you are to have went to university. And even if you did go to university, you probably didn't really get outside of your comfort zone and understand how the world works. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Most people in Europe, in rural America haven't traveled to different countries. Okay. So it's like, it, yeah. it, it's, it's literally, the best thing you could do if, if, as far as to your question on how do you govern that, pump money into education, man. Educate the poor black neighborhood. Educate the rural redneck because that rural redneck, if you would neglect him, he's going to grow up and become a Trump supporter. He's going to grow up and join the Proud Boys. It's almost just as important to not neglect him as it is to not neglect little Tyrone, who you're afraid of growing up to become a blood or a crip or the next Cookie Williams. Well, I'm afraid of these little white rednecks becoming David Duke. Uh-huh. So educate them too, please. You know hey. what I mean? Just spread the education around. Education is needed black, white, brown, orange, yellow, whatever. Big facts. Yo, that's why I've never looked into this. I think I'm going to do this like tomorrow. Like the whole. the whole topic of school choice how do you feel on that because it sounds like a good idea when they talk about it like you shouldn't be confined to your zip code or whatever but then i look more into it and it's like well why don't you just fund public education better exactly it's an excuse to not fund public education it sounds really good on paper because absolutely you should have the ability to go to other schools but when you do that in practice you end up having you create more situations where basically these schools that were good end up becoming bad because not not because you have all these bad kids going there, but because you end up tax you end up taxing the resources because too many kids want to go there. And it's it's one of those things where honestly just fund every school accordingly. Like there's no I don't know what it is, but like on average I think say you need like ten thousand dollars a kid or whatever. I'm just yeah. ballpark number. Make sure every school has a minimum of ten thousand dollars per kid. I mean, yes, it's going to mean you're going to need to pull federal dollars, but we have plenty of federal money to bomb the crap out of countries that you and I don't know how to point to on a map. So I'm sure we can find it in some way, shape or form to fund every school because it's a lot easier to say, oh, just let people choose. And that's just a poor ass excuse to say, no, neglect these schools. And, you know, rich people are always going to have schools and they're always going to have private schools. Their schools are always going to be funded. The reality is we need to divert money to keep all schools funded. All schools matter. All mm. schools matter. <laughs> Poor little Billy Bob the second who lives in Bumfuck, his school matters just as much <laughs> as Tyrone's school in the inner city. They all matter. They all matter. Hey, yeah, and that's that's the thing. There are so many things that like on paper they sound good. And like like Citizens United is the thing where I'm like yeah, we're united and stuff. And then you look into it, it's like, wait, corporations can now fund as much money to a politician without any restriction. And like their vote, like it, it looks good on paper. And there's, I know many people that don't look into the details. They're just like, oh yeah, that sounds good. Like, Citizens and United that's it. sounds horrible on paper. <laughs> that's Which one? Citizens thing. United? Yeah, that's horrible on paper. Just the name. I'm talking about the name. Oh, Citizens yeah, the United. Name. <laughs> we yeah, united. Yeah, you're right, you're right. 
I'm cool with that. It's a great name. Or, or the, no, the, the Patriot Act, the Freedom Act. Yeah. It sounds great on paper. And it's real bad. It's real fucking bad. So how do we combat misinformation? And I know that something that you look into is the whole issue with big tech, big tech monopolies and all that. And it's been in the news. They had a couple hearings with like the CEOs of Twitter, Facebook, and uh, what was the other one? Google and stuff. It never seems like it goes anywhere. It, it feels like the politicians are just kind of up there like playing the big man, trying to be up there, the big man, big woman, like question all these like CEOs, but like it never goes anywhere. So how do we combat misinformation without also like stepping in too much and then creating situations where you ban the fucking secretary of fucking uh, Donald Trump, secretary of press, because she shared a link. Like how do the, the social media companies balance the misinformation combating and also not go too far the way that the best way to handle that and it's, it's not a pretty answer but you need politicians that understand tech mm -hmm. so the average age of a senator being what 85 i mean i'm being facetious <laughs> old I'm as hell facetious, but yeah exactly old as dirt so one you need politicians that understand information and how facebook and how these social media giants work two you need an ftc that's willing to look at them like the monopolies that they are and i know it sucks and i know everybody's like oh you can't regulate this regulation is not inherently bad all right imagine watching football with no regulation where you know i could come outside and you know as soon as you say hike i just kneecap everybody on your front line and just huh. run in the end zone like it, it's the dumbest argument ever when people are like Re regulation stifles innovation no it doesn't Two bad regulation stifles innovation mm -hmm. good regulation makes things accessible and efficient mm -hmm. and the, the problem with capitalism is it needs some inefficiency in order for people to innovate if that makes sense because mm -hmm. think about it if everything was perfect if the government did everything perfect you wouldn't get anywhere so there needs to be some inefficiency but you need a balance and, and it, it's a lot of balance. You need people in politics that are pushing back against tech and they shouldn't get everything that they want. And tech companies need to kind of police themselves. And by having more of this pushing on tech companies to do better, it will force them to self-police. But you can't just let you can't let it go at that. You can't just let them say, oh, we'll police ourselves and leave it at that. Like you kind of need that fire under their ass to keep them honest if you will so you can't let them get too comfortable but you can't you don't want to be overburdening but mm -hmm. you definitely need to break it up man you need to break up facebook should have never bought up uh, uh instagram facebook should have never been able to buy whatsapp that should have never happened man that shit was just yeah it, it, it's a consolidation to the point where if you do that you should open yourself up to more regulation because you are becoming a utility and when you become a utility if you fail everyone is invested in you so you are too big to fail so therefore we're going to govern you as if you're too big to fail not like oh i can do whatever i want but bail me out when i'm done like no 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 <laughs> like the more power you get the more regulation you need like that that's just common knowledge you know what i mean like if mm. i had all the money in the world and i'm able to do more and more things that's exactly what america rebelled from it was called a king so are we really going to play this dumb game and be like oh yeah just let it go on regulation deregulate deregulate or are we going to have enough sense to say let's balance this stuff out and make sure that small pockets of of uh, of, of people don't have too much power mm. it's, it's common sense mm. yeah straight up when you say like 
why would you not have regulations? It's like, yo, child labor laws. Like, there's nobody <laughs> to this day that is about to be like, yeah, let them just fucking hire fucking little kids if they're desperate enough and need money. And like, no, nobody would be cool with that. Let's let's get rid of the the FDA, man. You know, I feel like you know, <laughs> people should be smart enough. If if they, if you eat your steak and you get sick, well, don't buy steak from them again. Well, what if you die? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, people die all the time. You know, it's just what happens. Oh, you know, I gotta make sure. There's not E. coli in the food, man. What? Why should you? Why should the government be telling the water company not to piss in my water? Like, what? I, I feel like I, I'm, a, I'm a smart consumer. I should be able to do that. Straight like, like, yeah, up, bro. Right. You could put in that libertarian mindset to anything, but it don't make sense sometimes. Like, it, it's like, bro. Sure, you could have that personal responsibility, but nah, we're not trying to have that. Like, there should be some type of responsible role for the government. And it kills me when people are like. I don't trust the government. Oh, word. But you trust these huge unelected CEOs of fucking like huge companies that literally fight the wrong battles. Yeah, bro. And it's like, it's crazy to me when I watched the, um, what's it called? The hearing with the CEOs from Google, Facebook, and Twitter, it was two different angles. Like Democrats were all about like, you guys aren't doing enough to literally stifle misinformation. And why aren't you guys like doing a bigger role in just censoring things? And then the Republicans were on the other side and they were just like, hey, you guys are doing too much. You guys are doing like, wait. And it's like, all right, like this shouldn't be a left right issue. This should be like a, hey, you guys have way too much control over what we can and can't say. You guys literally can like affect the whole election. Everybody wants to talk about Russian interference and shit. Meanwhile, it's like, bro, like what the fuck? This isn't there right here in front of us. They literally can control the flow of information. There are so many fucking uh, Washington firms that were discovered that were making the same thing. They were making fake social media accounts and going to Bolivia and typing in like, oh, el socialismo is horrible. I live here in Bolivia and I'm this fake account. And like, it's this level of hypocrisy on on the on the right and the left where i get disenfranchised from both but i can't vote third party man like i'm looking at results and shit i don't think third party's ever getting that five percent funding that they talk about every single election if we reach five percent we get funded yeah america's not designed for a third party to win so it's, it's it's a dumb argument to even make however what i would argue doing is on a local level I would argue going over and finding the ideas of the party that you don't agree with. So let's just say you're a liberal and let's say that you can find one or two really good Republican ideas or conservative ideas. I would argue run as a conservative. Infiltrate oh, their party. Infiltrate? Yeah, hell yeah. Hmm. Just think about it. Think about think about it from this standpoint. What does it really mean to be in either party you know what i mean like i don't i i'm an independent i can find republican ideas i can agree with i can find democrat ideas i can agree with i feel like the best thing you can do is find ideas periods that you agree with maybe like two three things tops and just go to war on that and when they ask you about gay marriage just look dude that's not what we're talking about right now right <laughs> you know what i mean like seriously like just just keep it simple like don't mm-hmm. get sidetracked and i feel like the problem with at least the left is they spent too much time focusing on these little moral victories like oh let's fight over the bathroom oh let's uh you know gay marriage and all this other stuff like yeah, yeah that's great but like you guys in the in in going to war for these issues you lost a lot of ground on economics you lost a lot of ground on working families you lost a lot of ground on being the party of the working individual who inherently includes all these extra groups that we try to include and we say that we care about but 
you really don't if you're basically just being the party of elite liberals. Like, what, what, is, what does that really mean if you're the party of rich, you know, Silicon Valley or whatever? Like, that, that doesn't really even make sense because even Silicon Valley doesn't, you know, is, isn't even liberal if you really look at it. So mm. I, I would argue that the best thing you could do is, especially in areas that are highly one or the other party, just go ahead and run as the other one. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it, who knows? Maybe it'll work, it maybe works. it won't. Yeah, but I would say that if it seems like the Democrats have have now taken the assumption like our base should be the suburban wine moms that are like all about the social issues, but on economics aren't necessarily in line with what like workers in rural America are all about. Like they've kind of made that assumption now that like, all right, this is who we should go for. Let's go for the suburban wine moms. The literal. Yeah, it's really weird. Remember when, uh, sorry, no, I don't don't mean to. Uh, to ignore that question but mm-hmm. did you see that interview on 60 Minutes where it was the one where Trump stormed off but did you yeah. it, I, I don't understand how he said something about um, you know suburban women why don't you love me you know how hard I fought to get the affordable housing out of the suburbs yeah. suburban women why don't you love me mm-hmm. first and foremost Trump just admitted to blocking affordable housing in the suburbs which <laughs> I don't understand how that itself wasn't a news story but I get it when you storm off over a healthcare beer so uh-huh. I get how some things get overshadowed. But back to your point, um, it doesn't make sense because the Democrats take minorities for granted. And that's how you have people like 50 Cent, Ice Cube, uh, Little Lil Pump, Wayne. Lil Wayne voting for Trump because... I think I, the Lil Pump one is just clout, bro. I don't think he knows shit. All his fans are like, I feel like half his fan base can't even vote this election, bro. Man, I got a lot of things to say about <laughs> Lil Pump and none of them are good. Not even from a music perspective, but just like... Not even, yeah, not, not even good, yeah, bro. He he's that one is straight cloud, but I did think that the Lil Wayne one and the Ice Cube one they seem to be like, listen, we're gonna work with whoever the fuck is in charge and capable capable of making change in our community. At least for I Ice actually Cube. agree with that. I actually and I actually agree with that because here's the reality of it: Are you going to give, let's say, worst case scenario, or no? Let's not even let's not even talk in the future. Let's talk in the past. Would it make more sense to give Trump during his first term the silent treatment for four years? Or would it make more sense to try to at least get in his ear and try to negotiate with him? I'm not saying kiss ass. I'm not saying, you know, be fake. But you're not going to get anywhere by giving this guy the silent treatment and not acting like you like him. And Trump has proven to you that he will throw bones. And I'm not mm. saying that we should live for scraps from the table. But if you're getting scraps from this end, whereas the other end is just taking you for granted and isn't giving you anything. If it's a doggy dog world, give whatever you can get. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that. I mean, like yeah. Like back to what Puffy said. Like don't, don't just let them take our vote for hostage. And I think that in the Democrats, like you said, pursuing the white suburban wine drinking moms or whatever, like that's literally them just taking black voters for, for granted. Mm-hmm. And it's stupid because realistically speaking, they haven't done anything. Like. It's just a matter of who do you want, who's going to be nicer to you. Like, yeah, Democrats say a lot of good stuff, but it's no secret that, yeah, look at Democratic City. Look at Ingo. Something's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be fixed overnight, but are they really giving us mean potato policies that are actually bringing black people out of poverty? Or are they just throwing more money at welfare saying, oh, yeah, we're going to we're going to support black people by uh, throwing more money at welfare and having more public services when that's not even what black people are looking for. As mm-hmm. black people come into middle class, we reach this awkward middle ground of, OK, well, I don't really care about my tax. I want my taxes to go to help people, 
but I also want my taxes and I want government policies that can benefit me as a middle-class black person who is behind in accumulating wealth, who just because I have an income that says I'm in one class, I don't have the wealth that goes with my white peers. Mm. So it, it, there's no policy and there's no politician currently speaking to these issues that many black people throughout the spectrum have. So mm. by all means, speak to Trump, speak to Republicans, vote Republican if you can get something out of it. Mm. But that being said, I would say do the same thing for Democrats. Speak to them and actually get something from them as opposed to just lip service. Oh, you know, we're going to fight for crime. We're going to fight for food. Stamps. I've never been on food stamps. I've never been arrested. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, who the fuck are you talking to? Why are we talking about getting... Yes, by all means, we need criminal justice reform. I'm not saying we don't. But they've taken us for granted. Like, look at every, everything Biden has said about black people is about criminal justice. I'm not mistaken. Why the fuck do you keep on talking about criminal justice and black people? Mm-hmm. You're fulfilling that stereotype that we're all criminals and we're not. There's mm-hmm. more shit to it. You know what I mean? Yo, so, maybe that's just projection of him <laughs> trying to right his wrong from writing the crime bill. Maybe that's literally his way of being like, hey, uh, I know I did that shit like 40 something years ago or 20 years ago or whatever it was, but uh, I'm not going to do that again. Like I've, I've learned from it or whatever. And yeah, it's so true. Like I, I said this before, anybody who is a, in a community that is like truly affected by the policies of today, like nobody that is actually affected is going to wait four years to be like, I want to change things. Nah, you're going through it right now. So you're trying to fix shit right the fuck now. You're not just trying to wait four years because you ain't got four years to wait. So that's how I know that the people that are like, let's give him the silent treatment. He's not our president. It's like, all right, you ain't got nothing to lose for the next four years. You'll be all right. You'll be all right for the next four years. But, you know, you could always say like, he's doing it for whatever reason that benefits him. Like there's some type of ulterior motive. Like he might be throwing us a bone here, but there's something else behind it. We don't have an ulterior motive. Everybody has an ulterior motive. At the end of the day, I want to know what substantive actions are going to be taken. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pro Trump, but acknowledge the fact that the guy gave, you know, money to HBCU when nobody else was. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, he definitely did that for clout. But for those schools receiving that money, that's a big fucking deal. Yep. And the reality of it is, Democrats should have seen these type of little bones that he was throwing out long before and one-upped it and said, hey, wait a minute, this is what you should be doing and fucking like pull a big flex, like, mm-hmm. you know, free education for all black people or something. I'm being, mm-hmm. I'm exaggerating, but like, seriously, like, there's certain things where it's like the Democrats have taken us for granted. So, I mean, honestly, maybe they do need a wake-up call of, hey, you know what? You've lost a Latino vote. You're losing a black vote. You know, what, what are you, you going to do for you? Yo, that's that true Trump derangement syndrome that, likes, that they talk about. There are some people like that, that literally anything he does is like, nah, fuck him. Nah, fuck him. Nah, fuck him. And it's like, yo, you're not going to win over any undecided people with that mentality because you come off as hella biased. You come off as like a fucking just a liar, fake news. Like you come off as some as a lib or whatever. And it's like, you'll never get anybody across like that. Give credit where it's due. Give credit where it's due. Mm-hmm. Straight I mean, up. You're not going to get anywhere if you don't give credit where it's due. Give credit to Biden when he does something well. Give credit to, to, to Trump when he does something well. It doesn't matter if you don't like him. You have to speak objectively. And by doing that, you give yourself credibility because you call everybody out on your shit. Like, that's why people like Joe Rogan, you might not agree with everything Joe Rogan says, but he calls everybody out on their shit mm-hmm. when it makes sense. So it's like- Sometimes. I will say this last Kanye interview he did, he ain't calling him out on nothing, man. He was just sitting there. 
you're right. You know what? I, I say that with a grain of salt because one, Joe Rogan's not a journalist, although that's a sad state of American journalism when we're looking at non-journalists to be journalists. Like the same thing happened with John Stewart that's happening with Joe Rogan. So I don't, I'm not going to put that undue burden on him to say that he needs, because he does the same thing with a lot of extreme far right-wing white boys and they have their discussions and there's so many times where I'm like, Joe, what you know you damn well if you had Killer Mike in that same role, if you had Killer Mike in the same room as you had half of these people and you know that the conversation would go a lot differently, but you're just not in agreement with these guys. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, everybody's guilty of it. Nobody's perfect. But I just say that to say that there's good on all sides. And if you want anything done, I feel like there should be more collaboration of, hey, if you on this issue, what can we do for this? Like, how can we get ahead? How can we collaborate? You know what I mean? Hey, dope, man. I'm all about it. Yo, we about to run out of time. Zoom just gave me the alert. Thank you so much for coming on the show, brother, man. I'm going to release. I've done now. You're the third one. I've just been talking to people throughout the night, seeing how they're doing during this election time. And this will be released tomorrow, man. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. You have a good one. Hey, have a good night, man. You're the man.